Welcome back to Bridgerton Bitches. Today we are doing book club and we're talking all about chapter four. Just before we start, we did have to cancel our quiz um, because sadly we didn't sell many tickets. Um, I guess we're not popular enough. Uh, a mini violin <laughs> going on in the background there. Um, cool, but we will probably do some things in the future. So anyway, back to book club. Uh, how are you, Nat? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Yes, all good. Uh, we're having a massive heat wave in the UK at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, all the grass is dead mm-hmm. and we are really suffering with the weather. So we've been hiding in the house today. Uh, yeah. Also, I came back from Spain and we've been enjoying some quality time together. So this is the first time we've done a podcast together face to face, I think. Yes. And it was my birthday. And to celebrate, uh, Nat's bought a inflatable unicorn, which mm-hmm. was amazing. And we took it to the beach and rode it on the sea. And it was like one of the best experiences of my whole life. <laughs> that little, well, I say little, giant uh, inflatable unicorn was amazing. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Anyway, and now we've managed to fit in chapter four of our Bridgerton book club. So do you want to start with your little summary that you like to do? Yeah. So basically, it's all about this dog. So Kate has a dog called Winston. I should know his name because the whole chapter was about him. Newton. Newton. Dog called Newton is basically stealing the show in this chapter. And I guess we just sort of see Kate and Anthony's relationship relationship uh, escalate and we see a couple more emotions come up in this chapter does that feel I've made a subtitle for this chapter four called angry Anthony nice because we get a lot of angry Anthony in this chapter and is he wet does he get wet oh no he only a tiny tiny bit but you're right there is a little bit of wetness Mm, so I'd say 90% angry Anthony 10% wet Anthony which is not a bad combination Mm, I normally like it 50-50 normally 50-50 is best and he's probably more damp than wet yeah I go with damp yeah Mm, which is less hot oddly enough way less hot yeah I guess because damp feels like sweaty and although sweaty can be attractive I think sweaty angry Anthony would be also very nice maybe he's just done like a duel or he's just been fencing or something yeah I'd like to see that in series 3 I would love to see that Cool. Fingers crossed. Anyway, we digress. The um, the chapter opens up, as per usual, with an excerpt from Lady Whistledown Papers telling us what to expect, that the Viscount and this dog are in some kind of duel or some kind of uh, unfortunate uh, event together, and the date is the 25th of April, 1814. So I guess the chapter opens up with Lady Whistledown sort of giving us a bit of a preview of what the chapter is going to look at. She did this before and I don't like it because it's like hashtag spoilers. Yeah. She did it before. She was like, oh, heads up in this chapter, Kate and Anthony are going to dance. And she's just done it here. She's like, heads up, there's a big thing with the dog and, yeah. and Nigel Burbridge. And I'm like, why are you spoiling what's happening in the next chapter? Yeah, it's like, oh, heads up, everyone dies. Yeah. Doesn't do it for me. You're no. right. No. So maybe turn it down a little bit, Lady Whistledown. Yeah. So the start of this chapter... It, it kind of lifts off from the previous chapter. So um, Anthony's still at Kate's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate's stepmom has come back. And they're just talking about the dog. Mm-hmm. This is where, it, and kind of the mum, the stepmom Mary is saying, oh, I don't like the dog. And they're chatting away about it. Yeah. And we learn that um, basically the mother starts kind of matchmaking her and Anthony, doesn't she? She tries to convince them to go on a walk together to walk the dog. And Kate's trying to get out of it. 
Yeah, yeah. So that is, yeah, kind of the, the bones of what happens here. And then they end up going for a walk with the dog and all this sort of stuff unfolds. But just, just before that, there you go. I was just going to say that I wanted to give like, yeah, like overarching. But before we get to that point, I want to like really break it down because I went over analytical in this chapter. Okay, go for it. So I said that I felt that the chapter opens up with far too much conversation being spent on explaining the relationship between Mrs. Sheffield and Newton the dog. Yeah. So it basically says that Newton loves Mary. Sheffield and Mary Sheffield doesn't like Newton I said what is the relevance of this and why do we care exactly um I don't and Kate kept explaining how Newton just really really wants to love her um I thought it was odd I thought it was going somewhere and it wasn't I have a theory could the dog represent Anthony Bridgerton because Kate says that Newton sees Mrs Sheffield as a challenge he adores her more because she is more distant. Oh. And I was like, okay, so is the narrator or the author saying that, you know, Anthony mentioned earlier that he liked a challenge and now we're talking about Newton oh. liking a challenge. Is this a bit far-fetched? Maybe he is supposed to represent uh, Anthony. I like that theory. That, and so, that ties in with something that happens later, maybe. Yeah, so Anthony is Newton... And Edwina is Miss Sheffield? Does that make s- no. no, you mean Mary. Mary doesn't really play. That's a nice theory. That's a nice theory. Uh, yeah, it, it, it did seem weird to me. And can I just ask you a quick question? Whilst they're having that conversation, like Kate's explaining about Mary's relationship with Newton and blah, blah, blah. How bored do you think Anthony is right now? And what do you think he's doing to pass the time? Yeah, it was a really boring conversation. Um, but he does seem interested. I just thought it was interesting, and this doesn't happen in the TV show, that um, both Anthony and Kate start to suspect that Mary is matchmaking them together. Yeah. So So you do get that vibe. Yeah, it was a very different approach. So basically, after this whole conversation about Newton and Mary, um, Lady Sheffield is all like, where are my manners? Hi, Anthony, how's it going? And he says that he's been enjoying Kate's invigorating company. Uh-huh. What does invigorating mean to you? Well, entertaining and, mm-hmm. yeah, what are you thinking? Yeah, so I thought invigorating meant like, oh, you know, quite energetic, like there's a bit of a sparring. So if someone, if Anthony had said that to you, how would you have felt? Well, I just think he's being sarcastic. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, like he's teasing her. Okay. Okay, because I don't think she approves. She doesn't seem impressed when he says that. Mm. Um, and I googled invigorating, and it said to make one feel strong, healthy, and full of energy. Yeah, because they're having this repartee all the time. I can't say that word. I need to stop using it. Mm. Um, he's just teasing her. It's just banter. Like you see that a lot in costume dramas when a couple get uh, interrupted, and they'll say something like, "Oh, I was enjoying Miss So and So's." Uh, fascinating conversation. It's just like a... I think they do it a lot in costume dramas. Okay. I wasn't sure if he was just being honest and, like, he was feeling, like, really good or if he was just taking the piss. Yeah, I think he has... I think he does enjoy her conversation. Okay. Okay. And then after that, this is when Mary orchestrates this so that Anthony and Kate have to walk the dog together. But as Mary suggests this, it's really funny because Kate is all like, I really don't want to go with him in her head. And so... um, Kate says something like, oh, but I could never ask Lord Bridgerton to accompany me on a chore. Kate said quickly, it would be beyond rudeness. And after all, he is our esteemed guest. And I just thought that was quite funny because she doesn't esteem him at all. And then 
Of course not, he murmured, looking utterly sincere. But really, what else could he say? Is from Kate's perspective. Do you think he was utterly sincere? Do you think he wanted to go for a walk with Kate? Or do you think he was genuinely thinking, no. I want to stay and wait for Edwina? Yeah, I think he I think he does want to. Mm. Yeah. Um, there was a funny bit um, where he... I don't know, he agrees... Yeah, he, start, he is agreeing to go on a walk with her. And I just thought there was this funny bit where she says, you seem to have an affinity for canines. Mm. And he says, clearly, but I thought it would be funnier if he also says, clearly, I'm good with bitches. <laughs> yeah, I thought that would be that would be great. And they should put that in season three, if they can somehow. Yeah, but something again, where Anthony's sounding super, super arrogant. Um, he says, they're not so very different from women, both breeds hang on my every word. Oh, what a dick. How gross is that? It's disgusting. It makes you feel sick. I mean, I'd still do him, but... Yeah, 100%. But first of all, he refers to women as breeds. Mm. And then again, this arrogant, oh, everyone loves me, so I'm Bridgerton. I'm really hot. Get over yourself. Yeah, we do, but still. It's very unattractive. It is unattractive. Yeah. So I didn't like that. And did you notice she did her three? Uh, Kate did her three-year-old temper tantrum response to that when she steps on him. Or something. Yeah, she steps on his hand again, um, and I'm starting to be concerned that I'm seeing a trait here from Kate of domestic abuse towards Anthony. Yeah, it is domestic abuse. If it was rules reversed, we'd be like, "Back out, girl! Get out of there!" Red, yeah. red warning flag. Like, imagine if Kate said something witty, and Anthony, it just said the book just like Anthony stamped on Kate's hand. Oh my god! We'd be like, okay, this is uncomfortable. Yeah, that's you. And you know what, though, I didn't think of that when I was reading the books. Yeah, it occur to it's me. weird. Like she just keeps abusing him. Yeah, and it's not okay. It's yeah. not. And is that all she's got? Where's her internet? Exactly. Um, and what I also thought was weird is when he eventually does say, "Oh, I'd be delighted," you know, with a wicked smile to come on this walk with you. Um, he said um, Kate had the distinct impression he was agreeing to go for the sole purpose of vexing her. Besides, he continued, as your mother said, we might see Edwina. That has nothing to do with the point I was going to make. The point I was trying to make is that he says something like, who do you think your mum's trying to uh, matchmake, you and me or me and Edwina? And how did you feel about that comment? Um... I was surprised because in the TV show, obviously, that's not even a storyline. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I felt about it. I guess I was kind of surprised. It just felt weird that they would be so blatantly acknowledging the whole matchmaking. Doesn't that make the situation more awkward? Shouldn't he have just sort of ignored it? I guess I guess it would just might be quite entertaining because they know that they're the last person in the world they'd want to be match made with. Oh, I get you. I get you. I still thought it was weird that he verbalised it. By verbalising it, it made it feel more real, like she is a possible... Oh, or does it, though? Is it just dismissing it because it's so ridiculous you'd just be like, oh, you'd notice it and dismiss it and move on? Oh, I get you. I get you. Okay. Whereas I think maybe if they did feel have feelings for each other, that might make them feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. And it'd be like, yeah, I don't know. But again, I don't understand why Mary thinks it's okay for Kate to be accompanied on her own by a guy... What about her mm. reputation? What about needing an escort? Yeah, I'm not very clear on this. Is it because they're going to a public place? I mean, they're walking down a public street, so mm-hmm. I think it's okay. But I don't know, because I heard that when you were courting, promenading together was quite common. 
as like a form of courtship. Yeah, which is just going for a walk, right? Yeah, but why are they allowed to do that together when she's not on the market? Ah, uh, I don't know. It felt weird. I was like, oh. Mm. So that's where it's quite different from the TV show because I feel like in the TV show, at least in season one, they were like, oh, be careful, can't be by yourself. But in season two, did you notice that Anthony and Kate were on their own quite a lot? So that's quite similar to the book. Yeah. Um. So they begin to chat about Colin. Bridgerton's an expert, isn't it? Yes. Um. And basically, Anthony is saying, oh, my brother really... Um, was kind of pulling both our legs there because he was telling me before I met you how much you had, like, good things to say about me. Yeah. Um, again, I wasn't really sure the point of that conversation. Did we learn much from that? No. Is it... What What? what else did that conversation cover? I, can't, I didn't put it any more down. No. I just put... Um, oh, Oh, he admits that she has an admirable wit that during was this conversation, which I like. That was it, because basically he was like, um, she was like, oh, why on earth would Colin do that? And he was like, oh, you don't have a brother, do you? Like, he just did it to roast me, basically. She was like, oh, but why would he do that to me? And he was like, oh, I'm sure he didn't appreciate you criticising or putting down his much-esteemed brother. And she was like, really much-esteemed or much-beloved? And he was like, older or handsome or something and she was like nice try maybe not and he liked that he liked that she was cheeky Mm. so I guess it's to show that he likes a self sense of humour I guess yeah so they're they're going on this walk aren't they Mm. and basically the narrator tells us that Anthony is feeling contentment on this walk yes because what what did he do just before he realised he felt contentment I don't know. So it says, they reached Knightsbridge, so he took her arm as they crossed over the thoroughfare? Mm-hmm. What's a thoroughfare? Um, like a, I don't know, a thoroughfare, like a, where people walk. If you don't know, just say. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he took one, and took one of the smaller pathways that led to South Carriage Road within Hyde Park. And I think he said, while the woman on his arm was not the woman he planned to take to wife, nor in fact was she a woman he planned to take to anything, harsh, Anthony felt a rather easy sense of contentment wash over him. I was really disappointed by that statement. Why? I just felt it was really lacklustre. I felt like he took her arm. Oh, and we're not going to address that. Where are the adjectives? Where is the description? Where's the arousal? No, but it's too soon. I think at this point she's just dropping, she's supposed to be dropping tiny little hints that maybe he's starting to warm to her. Okay, but I think maybe, I don't know. Like, this is what I put, my suggestion for this bit, okay? Can, oh. um, can we, I think we just need to give the quote before we give our oh, okay. next scene. So basically, there's a scene, okay, Um that happens next and we felt it was a little bit lackluster so we have written an alternative scene okay that's more a bit more sexy so what happens next is kate turns her face up to the sun um and anthony feels a sharp stab of something could it be desire and then he smells lily soap and then she asks she says to him something like oh she wants to enjoy the sun on her face and she says to him should I? Would it be improper to remove my bonnet? Is that mm, right? Yeah. And he says not at all. Uh, do you remember what else happened? Yeah. After that? So um, he's so because she, she's raising her face to the sun. He said, "I thought young ladies were not supposed to let sun on their faces." He teased. She shrugged, looking only the slightest bit sheepish as she replied, "I do wish I could remove my bonnet." She said wistfully, 
Anthony nodded his agreement, feeling much the same way about his hat. You could probably push it back just a bit without anyone noticing, he suggested. Do you think, her entire face lit up at the prospect, and that strange stab of something pierced his gut again. So what do you, do you want to go with your alternative scene first? So I, basically, the scene that I wrote is I wanted to change the bit where it talks about how he grabbed her arm. They walk over the path mm-hmm. and then she looks up at the sun and he's like, oh, he gets a stab. So I rewrote the bit where he takes her arm because that's a bit that for me felt lackluster. So should I read out what I put? Yeah, sure. Do I need to read out the original thing that was written? No, don't worry. Okay. So, um, as they approached Knightsbridge, he automatically went to take her arm to accompany, accompany her over this crossing. As he moved his hand through her crooked arm that held the leash, she turned towards him to ask which direction they should take. In that brief, unexpected moment, the back of his hand brushed against her warm side boob. (laughs) (laughs) Warm side boob. Wait for it. Love it. It it happened so quickly and her question did not indicate that she had noted this fleeting contact. A gesture he had done a thousand times before, minus the side boob, (laughs) had him lost for words. His arm now underneath hers, he felt a cold shiver go up and down his spine and a wave of warmth navigate briskly towards his nether regions. Whichever route you most desire, he heard himself say over the pounding in his ears. What What on earth was going on? Why did he find himself feeling just as nervous as he did that time in that Venetian whorehouse where where the prostitute revealed her bare breast to him and offered him fellatio? (laughs) As they walked along the green, he became conscious of the movement of her chest, breathing in and out. The movement of her soft linen sleeve rubbed against his blue velvet sleeve. Nice detail. Thank you. He could feel her warm skin radiating even on this cold day. He focused his gaze on that dog commanding control over the pulsating feeling in his groin and the tightening of his breeches. (laughs) I also did tightening breeches. Love it. So that was basically how I would have liked to rewritten the line which said he grabs her arm and they walk over the path. Okay, mine was shorter mm. and not so detailed. I love the detail you've got in there. Thank you. Um, and mine was more about the bonnet. I think I misunderstood the assignment. Okay. So my scene, Kate's bonnet ties had slipped below her neckline. <laughs> His fingers brushed the top of her breast as he pulled loose the silk ties. The thin fabric of her dress revealed her hardened nipples <laughs> as the back of his hand brushed against her left breast. So we did similar there, but you had side boo. Mm. Anthony felt the familiar tightening in his breeches and he dropped the silk cords, hastily bringing his hat down to cover his throbbing crotch. Nice. He glanced up to Kate's flushed face. She had bit her lip and her eyes were tearing. The look of arousal was undeniable. Mm -hmm. He would have to treasure this memory for when he was alone in his rooms this evening, he was definitely going to have one off the wrist with a nice whiskey later. Oh, that's (laughs) beautiful. I want to know what happens next. You wrote that so well. I feel I got really lazy, see, because I spent so much time about the grabbing his arm. By the time it got to the whole... She had her face tipped up to the sun and was baking in its warmth. I just added, and for one extremely disconcerting moment, Anthony felt himself come. 
I just nice. got bored. But yours was nice. perfect. Um, well done. Well done, you. That was brilliant. Um, did you like the scene where she's like, I wish I could get rid of my bonnet, and he's trying to undo it for her, and his hand yeah. touches her temple? It was really intense, and then she becomes drawn to him, doesn't she? Mm. And at that moment, where they're having that moment, I don't know how Anthony's feeling, but mm. Newton runs off. Um, and But he... Basically, they both start chasing the dog, and Anthony says, there's something arousing about a woman panting. So obviously she's all yeah. out of breath uh, chasing the dog. So again, another sign that Anthony's starting to find her attractive. Yeah. I really wish that... I really wish that in that scene where she's describing how she's reacting to the touch of his hand or finger, yeah. I guess, I wish that we had known his reaction mm. and I wish that she noticed something in his gaze that made yeah. her stop and catch her breath in her chest. Yeah. And then thought she had imagined it. I want to know what he was thinking, if he even noticed. That would noticed. have been really nice. And um, there's a couple of things that happen next I'd like to compare to this series. Mm-hmm. So did you notice, I thought you'd notice this, she decides that because she's chasing the dog mm-hmm. and it's hard to do that in a dress, yeah. she hitches her skirts to race, basically yes. to run. Yes. Only an inch or so. And that made me laugh because in the show, you were really annoyed that she hitched her skirts pretty much up past her knee. Yeah. And I think you're right, Nat, because in the book, it's clearly just meant to be a couple of inches. So you were right, it was unnecessary. I do feel it was unnecessary. And I also made the same comment. I said, she said, um, we hear how Kate and Anthony are trying to run after the dog. I said, I guess this scene was replaced with the hunt scene in the TV show. it was. Where she then hitched her skirts up an inch or so, and then she says, hang the onlookers. So that attitude of, I don't really care what people think of me was captured in that scene. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the show, because they like to spoon feed to people, rather than lift it up a couple of inches, they yeah. really had to overdo it. Maybe so like, because a modern audience doesn't understand the significance. that in the Regency times, a couple of inches is a big deal. Whereas, yeah. Quick question. Could we be more condescending right now? <laughs> yeah. No. No. Um, this is like persuasion all over again. Yeah. Um, and also what Let was interesting, go. so in the TV show, it's Anthony and that other dude that get pushed or fall into the water. Mm. What I thought was really strange is in the book, Newton the dog clocks Edwina over the bridge by the river, starts running towards her, and Anthony's like, shit, this dog is going to push her in the water, which somehow he's like Mystic Meg, and he understands it's going to happen. So he starts running to Edwina to rescue her. Newton does jump on Edwina, and Edwina falls into the pond. And I was like, this is so strange how much they changed it in the series. Okay, let's think about this. What was the function of Edwina being thrown into the, the lake in Anthony this Anthony rescues her. Right, and makes Burbrook look like a, a rubbish option yes. as well. And, we and also, he blames Kate. He gets uh, in a really, sh- really bad argument with Kate. I don't get why he gets so angry at Kate. <laughs> How angry at Kate? Because he said... Um, I Well, basically, he... Seems to think that Kate did it on purpose. Well, he says before that he shouts at her, yeah, and he says angry shouts, "Rain in your bloody dog!" <gasps> and shouts like at her, and I was like, "Whoa, Whoa rude. rude!" And also, would you say "bloody" at a woman? That is a swear was, word. I thought totally unacceptable and totally unreasonable. If yeah. anything, what what's his place to get so angry, Edwina? Because not his all wife. of a sudden, Edwina is his responsibility, and he's protecting her. It's like he's turned the tables on Kate. 
Kate's no longer the protector of Edwina. He is for some reason. Yeah, and but I didn't like it then when he was like he couldn't see why Kate wouldn't be jealous of Edwina. I yes, just, see the jealousy things yeah. come up again. And then he was um, like thinking that she did on purpose. Yeah, and he, and he's like, oh, Kate must feel so much better about herself that she stood there comfortable and dry, and poor Edwina looks like a drowned fish, even though oh she looks God. really hot. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, you were getting on with Kate, and now you're being really venomous towards her. And I don't like how he's getting up on his high horse, Kate and Edwina. For Forever. Anthony, you're just a newcomer. Yeah. Back off. And, and what I thought is a, a comeback that Kate does because he's proper shouting at her. And um, she says something back. I can't remember what I it is. I copied and pasted it here if you want it. Um, it's okay. It's not really relevant because it's the next bit I like. So she, he says, sarcasm doesn't become you, Miss Sheffield. And mm. she says, nothing becomes you, Mr. Bridgerton. I love that. And I was like, I like that. I she love didn't stamp that. on his foot or slap his face. Yeah. Or like shut his finger in a door. She actually came back with a witty retort. Yeah, and she did that before as well. When he's having a go at her, she said, um, how do you propose that I manage this amazing feat? She clapped her free hand to let her cheek in an expression of mock discovery. <laughs> oh yes, I know the secret language of the corgis. I ordered the dog to yank the lead from my hand and then, since I have the second sight, I knew that Edwina, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? That's funny because you're showing that you do have wit and you yeah. are clever and you do fight back. Yeah. But I did not like how the tables turned. It felt really uncomfortable. It was really uncomfortable. And I've also put unrealistic. So there's a moment where it says, and I thought it was... um. A metaphor and it wasn't real but I don't think it was mm. it says um Anthony went for her throat I am going to kill you and Whoa. then she backs away and I was like Whoa. totally unrealistic in my mind in a time where social decorum and manners were like so important it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense how he went from going for a nice walk with her feeling things in his groin and now he's shouting at her, saying things like bloody, yeah. saying he's going to kill her. That is manic. That is like psychopathic. It wasn't realistic. And it then doesn't make sense. What really annoyed me is then Edwina turns to Kate and says, why are you being so mean to him? Yeah. And Kate's like, me. And I was like, hang on, this guy is verbally abusing yeah. and being really aggressive towards your sister. You barely know this guy. Yeah. Nor, surely it'd be more logical for her to be like upset that this guy who yeah. she barely knows is being really rude to her sister and threatening her sister I'm gonna kill you yeah. it doesn't make sense it's like it's way too over familiar and for him to be so angry it doesn't make sense yeah. he hasn't even met Edwina he's only danced with has he even danced with Edwina at this point yes only know. once when he says to Benedict she'll do yeah and also like Edwina, when when he's like to Kate, you know, you need to, you shouldn't have this dog if you can't control it. It's like Edwina lives with that dog. Edwina knows that dog very, very well. Yeah. So it's not completely Kate's responsibility. Like no, it it the whole thing was strange. It didn't um, make any sense. I can see why they maybe changed it in the show now. And they changed it into the hunt scene. Yeah. Because it didn't make sense. And I don't know. And I guess it's sexier, in my opinion, for those two guys to be wet and having to take their shirts off. We yeah, get like, the I like first that. feel, don't we? Yeah. The other thing that I was like, this doesn't make sense for Kate to say, is when Anthony leaned forward, his chin jutting out in the most menacing manner, women should not keep pets if they cannot control them. And she says, and men should not take women with pets for a walk in the park if they cannot control either. 
Which is, I thought, completely inappropriate for yep. her to say because it's yep. really anti-feminist. Yep. She's admitting that it is a man's role to control a woman. And exactly. I didn't like that at all. I didn't like that at all either. And then I was saying, so you're basically taking all the responsibility away from yourself and saying that you are you are like a canine. So he said earlier that he gets along well with canines and women and canines are the kind of breed that hang on his every word. And she ah. disputed it. So maybe she's trying to tail back to that. So she's being sarcastic and we're just not picking up on that. Oh, maybe that would be So she's clever. throwing that back in his face. Maybe. Um, but it's not clear. It's no. not obvious. I, I didn't think. like it. And, I, and I, th- I just thought Bridget and Kate would never have said that. Exactly. She would never have said that. So I said basically that this whole scene felt so unbelievable. Yeah. And agreed. also the way that Anthony is like m- micromanaging everybody. Uh, oh Barbara, yeah you do this you do this you do that i just thought nah yeah and kate was hiding behind edwina um mm. so basically the, the 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 end of this chapter is basically anthony stepping in because nigel burbrook's carriage is broken mm-hmm. and he's like right i will take miss edwina home i'll send a servant back to sort out your carriage and it's it's Edwina that steps forward and says, well, what about Kate? Because Anthony has absolutely no interest in making sure Kate gets home okay. No. So the end of it is just Anthony tying up loose ends and being really bossy and controlling, isn't it? Which was, yeah. again, a bit strange. Yeah. Um, I did think it was quite funny. So we talk about why Anthony, what we didn't like is that Anthony kind of went for her throat. I'm going to kill you. He roared. Totally inappropriate. Yeah. Not Regency level at all in my opinion but the reason he reacts that way is because kate um turns to the dog and says shake newton and then newton looks up at her finger pointed right at anthony and obediently trotted a few steps closer to him before allowing himself a full body shake which i thought was hilarious because anthony gets covered in sprayed pond water but for anthony to react went for her throat i'm gonna kill you i was like what other reaction mm. would I have liked if he had walked slowly towards her and shook the pond water not, over her? It's <laughs> not his place to admonish her for her dog. Mm. Um, if her dog went and attacked a small child and ripped half its face off in the yeah. park whilst it was eating an ice cream, yeah. I'd understand for him to be like, whoa, you sort your bloody dog out. Yeah. Jumping up on Edwina... Uh, he carries Edwina as well, doesn't he? He lifts up and carries her away like a proper hero. Yeah, um, it's like he thinks that the, he's the dad. He, like, tells mm. Kate off like she's the dad. No, he's the dad and she's the older sister. And the older sister is picked on the little sister. And then he messes yeah. the little sister. It's like he's And then he's like, oh, Kate's just jealous. And he yeah. did this on purpose because Edwina was just looking so pretty in her pretty little dress. She wanted her at the bottom of the pond. And Well, what I thought was interesting is when he sees... Edwina and she's all wet in the pond water he says even though she's all pond water and basically is covered in shit she still looks lovely and I was like mm, lovely isn't the same as being finding Kate arousing because she's panting do you yeah, know what I mean and interesting. I was like he thinks she's lovely and that reminded me of that scene in Bridgerton when when Ed- Edwina does walk up the aisle and he looks at her he looks at her yeah. much like you would your favourite like, oh, you look lovely. Like, you look very sweet. Yeah. I think doesn't even say that. You look lovely. Yeah. And we were like, ooh, awkward. Not what we're going for. Yeah. So this chapter ends with Kate basically being like, well, damn. 
Anthony and Edwina are in a carriage together, spending time together. I did not want that because she's why Edwina is going to be easily influenced. Yeah. And Kate's stuck with this, what's he called? Nigel Burbridge guy. So what are your predictions for chapter five? Um, I think, I'm hoping that in chapter five, we get to see Anthony's perspective of what just happened, where he's um, he's processing what just happened and what, like asking himself why he's so angry. Um, but I want to ask you, do you think there's a possibility that he will try and flirt with Edwina in the carriage? Like, will chapter five see, see him flirting with Edwina? Or do you think he'll ask her questions about Kate? I don't think the next chapter will begin with the carriage ride. Okay. I think, and I've got a theory about this, and also maybe this is more wishful thinking. Yeah. I think chapter five will open with Anthony in the bath, like the copper bath. I hope so. And I think he'll just be furiously jerking off. Mm. Um, maybe with some lily soap, because they mentioned lily soap in chapter four, that uh, he smelt it on Kate. Yeah. Um, and I think he'll be thinking about her running and panting whilst he's doing it. And also remembering how he felt when he got covered in water. And whereas we see him going for her neck, he's actually imagining like walking up to her and like starts kissing her neck furiously. Or maybe like side her. boob, like you, you thought. Maybe Grabbing some side, side boob. boob, yeah. Oh, that's so nice. So what we see is at angry Anthony. Maybe he's imagining himself having angry sex with her. Or is it too soon? <laughs> Too soon? Too soon. We need to build up to that, Yeah. Wow, that's chapter four done. Boom. Yes. Uh, So hopefully you guys are reading along or you just want to kind of hear the comparisons if you've not read along to the show. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a reminder, if you click our link on our Facebook page, Bridgerton Girls, to our Ko-fi page, if you did want to donate a couple of dollars to help with our hosting costs, uh, anything you wanted to add? No, that's all. If you're reading, let us know your thoughts. And yeah, let's start with chapter five. Bye. Bye.